0: Hi there. Welcome to The Preventable, the podcast giving you a seat at the table with conversations about the intersection of alcohol, drugs, and mental health in everyday lives. Take a seat and join us. Welcome to The Preventable. With me today are three very esteemed guests. I have Ashok, I have Nick or Nicholas, depends on, you know, how we're feeling, and Kristen, and we're here to talk about Hear Us. So thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: This thank is the time you say thank you. If not, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here. Um, we're going to talk about what Hear Us is in a minute. Um, but you, Ashok, you are a senior at an area high school, yep. correct? And Nick, you are a junior. Right. Okay. And Kristen, you have worked at PreventEd for like 11 years? Yeah, just 11
2: years last week. Woo. It's my anniversary. Had- so Happy yeah. anniversary. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. So Hear Us. Um, what the heck is that? Talk to me. What is it?
3: Well, I could talk about it. Nicholas can talk about it as well. But basically, it's a program where students are able to talk to state legislators, senators, or representatives and their staff on drug prevention policy and advocacy. And sometimes it can morph into mental health advocacy. Mm-hmm. And I think my first year or my second year, someone talked to Cory Bush's office as well. So it's definitely growing up there. And we have peer mentors and People of Prevented staff like Kristen helping us out on how to build these prevention skills, but not only just learn them, but apply them into these legislative meetings.
0: Awesome. So you said a lot there. So let me unpack that a little bit. So Hear Us is a it's a one day event. So do you just learn in one day like how to talk to elected officials or? Yeah,
1: no, it's definitely not a one-day process. If it was, we definitely, you know, wouldn't have the same amount of success that we had, and we would be <laughs> yeah. at nowhere near as, as prepared. But like, so um, typically, it starts somewhere in January, and we um, basically meet with other, um, basically, other kids who um, live in the same area as us, mm-hmm. and we come together and we learn about advocacy, what advocacy is. Um, we learn about different ways to advocate, um, and then we kind of dive into the more like drug-related issues, and we kind of learn about that. And then we kind of spend a lot of time working together to kind of what basically come up with the conversation that we want to have with our local legislators. So, um, like for example, this year I'm doing Hear Us with two other people, and um, like actually tonight, later tonight, I'm gonna to meet, meet with them on Zoom, just like talk about like what like the kind of direction we want to take, and um, kind of really start getting into like the specifics about what we actually want to address when we uh, do meet with legislators um, later this March. So it's definitely not a one day process. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a big build up to it, but it kind of just ensures that like we're, we're
0: well prepared. You're prepared. And, yeah. yeah. So you learn what advocacy is and what mm-hmm. advocacy isn't. You get some training, um, and then you get some information so that you're prepared to be able to talk about the issue. Yeah. What, if you don't mind my asking, Nick, what is the thing that you and your, um, other two folks are going to talk about with legislators
1: so yeah that's a great that's a great question <laughs> okay um, so, so tbd all right, right. Yeah, all yeah. right exactly so um i mean since like we're, we're all so busy we haven't really found a great chance to like you know meet up yet and like really pick the topic that we want to do and um this is later than we would like this year but
0: you still you still have like two weeks three weeks
1: that's yeah i mean we would like more but i think i think <laughs> i think that's i think we'll, we'll, be, we'll be okay um but like but i mean i can give you an example the past two years Please. we focus on vaping and um different like we looked at different like house bills um specifically about uh about specifically tobacco use mm-hmm. and we kind of like um presented um kind of like our findings our different our research from the missouri student survey for example and other like credible sources and we kind of like prevent the facts and statistics through like a, pre- like a presentation about vaping. So that's kind of what we did the past two years. And I've been working with the same people more or less um, because we you know we all go to the same uh, school district, so.
0: Okay, so, yeah. so as an example, so last year, just to, to take that and break it down. So last year, you and two other people sort of decided that you wanted to talk to your legislators about vaping and tobacco right. use. You put together a presentation Prevented, then lined up some visits for you. Yeah, and are they your representatives and your senators? Yeah, so it's all
1: based where uh, where we live. Um, so so yeah, like it's it's based on where we live. We um we look up. Uh, we and why our...
0: does that matter, by the way? Why is it important for you to be talking to somebody like where you live?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So like we, I feel like we living in our community, we kind of we have like a really good like perspective of um what's going on in our specific kind of area our community so it's really important that like we talk to the people who are responsible for us and the people that we know um so that's why we kind of like do it that way and like yeah
0: and when you turn 18 guess what you vote. could or could you not vote. vote for them yeah, yeah. correct so yeah. you're a, you're a constituent yeah. that's yeah. that's why they really care they represent yeah.
1: us so it's important that like you know we
0: exactly them. yeah Um, are you, do you know what you're talking about this year, Ashok?
1: So I don't know what
3: I'm talking about this year as well, (laughs) but in terms of the past, a lot of the focus was on the prescription drug monitoring program, and that was one of the huge wins that Nicholas and I had. Missouri was the last state to have a prescription drug monitoring program, but now we have one statewide, and that um, legislative discussion first was about having a prescription drug monitoring program, then second, it turned into one. About expanding the program in the first place, because we had one for more urban communities, mm-hmm. but the percentage that didn't have one was more rural communities. So it was most about inequality, and we got it passed, which was really cool.
0: Yes. And I have to say that we tried, meaning the collective, we, the state, tried for years to pass the prescription drug monitoring program, because as you said, we were the last state yep. in the union to have one of these. And it's not the tool that's going to solve the overdose crisis, but it's a tool, right? So we're the last state we've been talking, 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 and in my humble opinion, I think that we finally got the damn thing passed because y'all were dogged in your pursuit. And for every point, you had a counterpoint. And for every piece of stigma and misinformation you all were prepared i i honestly feel like y'all got this damn thing passed definitely
3: i was actually having a conversation i do i feel that with a lot of afflicted officials and there was one who told me the reason that the bill passed one of the big reasons why was because there was one person in republican leadership in the house that they lost someone to drug addiction So we basically set the framework with all these representatives when that leadership trickled down, that we need prevention to be not reactive, but proactive. And they probably realized that then and there, that this piece of legislation allows for less lives to be lost in the future, because we are preventing something from happening.
0: Um, I have had the privilege of sitting in on visits with you all, with with you, Ashok in particular, um, with... um, Maya, when she was talking with, with Corey Bush with some other individuals.
2: And Kristen, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, so I've been doing this, like I said before, for 11 years. And we have lots of great programs at PreventEd that, that empower young people. And if you want to see a transformation happen in real time, it's all about Hear Us. Um, young people going in... To these trainings or these these uh, conversations, some of them who are first timers, and you guys can kind of attest to this, can be it's nerve wracking the first time you do it. And they come out of the meetings when we were doing them in person in Jefferson City or in the Zoom rooms that we were in the last couple of years, come out of it completely transformed. It's like oh, and now it's it's still it's important. You guys know to take it seriously, and it's a lot of work to prepare for it. But it's not it's a different attitude once you've done it, and you can tell that like. There's a big change that happens in young person before and after that we do those meetings. So
0: I think not only is it incredible because you see the transformation in young people, but yesterday we were in Jeff City and we took a group of our peers. And these are adults who had never before sat across the table from a elected official or a legislative assistant. They did not know they were scared. Right. Because they seem like oh these these scary people who are so important and they're in charge and they're whatever and at the end of the day i mean they are just people yep. and so the first meeting they were so scared and so nervous and then by the second one they're like oh this isn't that bad and by the by the end of the day i wasn't even going in with them right they're doing it um it is it is amazing the the power in a way like the the like self-efficacy after you have and navigate a conversation with an elected official. Like, it's kind of a high in a way.
2: Like, Definitely. it really is. Like, you get a surge I, of dopamine. I love being able to, again, my role is kind of like on this podcast to, like, kind of sit back and, and just be there for support or, like, to step in if needed. Um, and I love watching legislators ask you all questions and and have that conversation and for you all, which you two know because you've done this before, and you are involved in other types of activities like this, but like to see the high schoolers that we work with and that you guys help mentor, things like that, um, help people realize that I do have a voice in this process, and legislators do care what I think, and they do. and we can hold them accountable for what we want them to do, and it's very doable, and hopefully that's the again a wonderful thing, part of this program is it's not just about the advocacy, which is obviously the main part of it it's not just about that it's about the growth that our young people that were t- participating in it can kind of gain and the the knowledge that they they gain about how they can participate in the system so that we don't get to a point where you're 30 or 40 you know and you you you're still unsure of how to participate in that process that's it's like another way that we're helping you know, shift that in society, hopefully.
0: So. Yeah, or like people who just don't vote because they don't think that their, their, vote, opinion, matters. their yeah. vote matters or that, you know, they they would never even know how to have a, a conversation with a person who's an elected official. I mean, y'all are doing this and have been at like age 15. Like that's, that's pretty gutsy. Yeah. So you're laughing, Nick. So like <laughs> how, I mean, like rewind, would you have ever thought you know, as like an eighth grader, for example, would you have ever thought that you would want to be doing this, or have you always been like, you know, interested in this kind of thing?
1: Yeah, so no, my story of like how I got involved in all this is really kind of, um, I mean, it's it's, it, I yeah, I'll say it's interesting because I am like, I think I consider as a very introverted introverted person, okay, especially you know around people I don't know. Um, and I think, like, yeah, like in eighth grade, like middle of eighth grade, I would have never imagined me like next year, like speaking to like state legislators. So, um, um, so yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the story. It's like at the end of eighth grade, um, this was during COVID, we're all at home, pandemic. And um so my uh, school district um and like the place I live in um has like a kind of like a general local coalition. Yes. And they got in touch with a lot of um 8th graders because uh they were starting this youth sector. Yes. And they want high schoolers to be a part of it. And somehow I found a link and I saw a link. I thought this is kind of interesting. So I I, I eventually spoke to the coordinator there. You're
0: like this is going to look good on a look good on a resume someday. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. But okay. Does.
1: Yeah. Um and then, so yeah, I got involved with that. And then they uh, they kind of showed, they kind of like presented this kind of um, new exciting opportunity um, called Hear Us. And I thought it was kind of cool to get involved with that. So I signed, I signed up for it. And then I started going to those Zoom meetings um, in the uh, end of December, beginning of January, worked on it through March. And I did my uh, first, uh, had my first conversation with uh, legislators. And it was, I thought it was great. Yeah.
0: And you've really been on a rocket ship because you got yeah. really involved with your um area coalition Mm -hmm. uh you and some of your peers put on a really powerful uh mental health um Mm -hmm. training kind of during covid right where you had a lot of the town hall where you had a lot of parents and people tuning in and um even some legislators Mm -hmm. and it was an incredibly powerful conversation
1: yeah i know it was so i've i've done that for the past two years and i think it's just like a great way to have like a lot of people come together and just like learn about substance use, substance prevention, just the information and the facts. And, like, it's been really great to, like, collaborate also with other school districts, kind of, like, representing, like, this is the youth of, like, the St. Louis area. Like, this is, like, what we're concerned about. This is what we want you guys to know. And um, then just being, like, there on the panel and, like, answering all these questions and just talking about our lives, I just think it's really empowering and it's just a great thing to be involved in.
0: It's amazing to watch. And, you know, speaking of a rocket ship... uh, (laughs) My friend. Uh, so what what I should tell you all about Ashok is that he is uh, our current uh, teen board representative. So since I got into this position um, every May, we appoint somebody who is a rising senior uh, to sit on our board and provide input and um, some you know, we talked a lot about lived experience in the recovery community, but you also are providing lived experience of what it means to be a teenager in 2023, right? And you've been through our programs. And so something tells me that you've always been involved in advocacy and that you were always that like kid that was like, no, I don't want that for dinner. I want this. And here's why. Is that true or no?
3: To a certain extent, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I I do think I'm a very opinionated person, and a well-seasoned perspective's important, right? Yes. In terms of, like, Hear Us and how I got involved. Mm -hmm. To be honest, the first time I heard about Hear Us, it got canceled. Am I... Freshman year. We're,
2: we're. Yeah. It was March 11th and 13th, or March 11th and 12th of 2020. So we yeah, canceled so
0: it. We, we had to cancel it because, like, we um, weren't allowed to go to Jeff City. We, and it was a They closed the Capitol the day yeah. before. Yeah. So the day before <laughs> <laughs> Hear Us. And it was devastating. It honestly. was a big. We're, we're. Okay. So you hear about it and it was canceled.
3: Yeah. And the reason why I joined Hear Us in the first place is because I did speech and debate and Nicholas does speech and debate as well. So obviously there's some correlation there. Okay. But, All right. I think this goes to show, but in speech and debate, we learn a lot about problems, and we debate problems, and we talk about solutions. But after that, it kind of fizzles out, right? We get to the next topic and next solution. But why can't we do something now? Why can't we just talk? Why, why do we only have to talk about it? Why can't we take action? And Heroes was really the best way to do so. And that's where it started. I talked to my local coalition leader and talked to the person with Heroes and then and there, I'm on the Zoom meeting. I'm using my speech and debate skills for advocacy. I'm not just talking about solutions. I want to talk about them with this legislator who can implement those solutions through policy.
0: Uh, I have seen you in action. Um, and Nick, I'm sorry, I have not actually seen you in action. I've heard about you, but I've not seen you. I have seen you in action, Ashok. And uh, you have, you are able to remain very calm, especially when there is misinformation And. uh, Prejudice just being just thrown in your face, I it is a how do you remain so calm? Because I would like to learn from you because I struggle with remaining that calm when somebody is telling me things that I know are just straight up BS or wrong.
3: Yeah, so I think it's important to rationalize and humanize their opinion, right? There's a reason why they're believing in that theory or believing in that statistic. It's not because the statistic is false. They probably know it's false deep down inside, but they want to use it as a mechanism to cope, most likely. Hmm. Maybe they're just misinformed because they want to. It's for their political power, but realizing and humanizing the other perspective for them. There was... uh, legislative official that told me that drug abuse and drug addiction is a choice. Mm -hmm. That's not true. That's not political. It's apolitical. We know it's not a choice. It's a disorder. It's a disease. It's cemented in medical knowledge. But there might be some rationale behind them trying to identify drug addiction and drug abuse as a choice. There might be some mental health standpoint that we need to understand from that. And after all, they're a human as well. They're part of this country and they're a voter as well. They have a voice and there's a reason why we need to meet in the middle and understand what can we agree on, because we can't just raise words. We have to raise awareness. So,
0: You want to run for office someday? (laughs) No, for real. Like, is that like on your?
3: I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. I didn't know about heroes, to be honest. That wasn't on my radar in eighth grade. Yeah,
0: right, right. Nick, you gonna run for office someday?
1: Oh, absolutely not. No.
3: <laughs> Why not? Come <laughs> no, on, no. you all are
0: the people that like should be running for office because you understand nuance <laughs> and you understand like human beings and empathy and all of the things. Yeah.
2: Please, yeah. Run <laughs> <laughs> no, the only reason I say that is because you
1: know I, I'm really passionate about Hear Us and like the and just general like advocacy work and working with my local coalition also Prevent Ed. And I just think like I. I have never been, like, a very, like, outspoken or, like, opinionated person. Um, and, like, doing doing Heroes and other things like that has really, like, helps me, like, become more comfortable with sharing with the opinions that I do have. But I just think in general, like, in the future, like, I think what Heroes has given me is the, like, opportunity and, like, the, the comfort to kind of, like, share my ideas more and, like, share awesome. wa- my thoughts more. And I just I mean, I don't think like, you know, running for office or some kind of position like that is really for me. But like regardless, like having like the skill set I have like developed because of Heroes, regardless of totally. what I do in the future is like will definitely help. Yeah,
0: it, it will. I know you have probably already seen that. Right. And like how you speak about issues, how you're doing in school, how you're maybe even presenting. I know you're, you know, actively pursuing college, Ashok. Yeah. Um I'm sure how you sort of represent yourself. Um, you're a part of CADCA's something.
3: National Youth Action Council. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Which CADCA stands for. Uh, G- it's different now. I know. Yeah. What yeah. does it stand for? Kristen, what, what? It's, it's like it.
3: community and driven. I think so. Yeah.
0: It's like the. It's like in, CADCA.org. Go to it and then yeah. you can find out what it's called. It's a
3: conglomerate but of coalitions. A,
0: co- community coalitions that it's all about, you know, uh, empowering community members yep. to make decisions around substances in their own communities. And you're a youth representative.
3: Yes. Uh, so I'm basically a stakeholder in a lot of the issues and a lot of the implementation they have. So we're working on a capstone project right now with mental health equity in the Missouri region. So, yeah.
0: yeah right. <laughs> that. Uh, Kristen, this is what you were doing in high school, right? I was doing some of this, but I was going to say, this. I was going to say, I know I was some doing it this, too, but like. you doing
2: some of this, but. Uh, not at the national level, now I didn't know what Cadca was. Um, I was not involved in drug prevention, but I we were talking before this about speech and debate and some of the other programs that I yeah. think is a natural, um, there's a natural launch point for some of these these traditional school programs that people are more familiar with like speech and debate yep. to something like Hear Us where there is a connection to the, where the skills uh, transfer and they can kind of grow and build upon one another. So yeah, I was doing some of this in high school, but I was not part of any sort of national anything. So uh, yeah, it's really great knowing that Ashok is there to represent our state and totally. our, our profession pretty much um, at the at the national level. So we're lucky that we get young people like Nick and a shook so totally now you know when we were
0: thinking about this idea to have y'all on for the podcast we were like oh well if we you know put it out a couple of weeks beforehand we'll hopefully promote it and we'll get some additional people who will come but um we're booked this year right Kristen like it like it yeah, is we, we are full Well, we
2: had to turn in our our headcount to the hotel in the beginning of March so we are we've got our kids it's it's set we're ready to go so yeah And so
0: it'll be at the end of March and we're going to be, you know, working with you all to make sure that you have the support you need. You have your topics. And then basically like we get on a bus and we go to Jeff City, which is our capital, and uh, you meet with officials. And then is there any sort of like debrief afterwards? Like what then? Like what happens when elevate or I'm sorry. I just said what I was gonna, what I was hoping you all would talk about. What happens when Hear Us ends? Is that it, or do you have more opportunities to stay involved with us?
1: Yeah, no, definitely, 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 opportunities to stay involved. There's always opportunities to stay involved. Um, so, yeah, like, no, we we go to Jeff City, we talk with them, small like a little debrief session um, while we're still there, of course. Um, just kind of general thoughts of how it went. I mean, you know, come back to come back to St. Louis, and then we then after like that, a couple weeks later, we have like a more formal debrief session. Sure. Um I know past couple of years uh we've met like in person um despite you know there being you know covid restrictions um and we kind of like met in an outdoor area kind of just talked about like how it went there's um, food right there's, there's food, always of food We mm-hmm. Wr- wrote hand um you know handwritten letters yes. to legislators these like, thank which you is really notes important. yep yeah. um and then and then yeah we kind of like took a moment to like reflect like what we what we achieved and like and you know a lot of these like a lot of these like long All of these achievements are long term. So, you know, we're not going to like see it like right away. But totally. um, We still like, you know, you can get a general sense of like, you know, how you think your conversation went with them. And then, but yeah, then the other thing is Elevated. So, Elevated is our, uh, is Prevent As Youth uh, coalition. And, um, you know, it's it's obviously like, you know, focused around drug prevention, but also Mm -hmm. like mental health and other just general, you know, general like life things. Yeah. yeah, for lack of a better And like, term. how do you, as
0: like a teenager, like navigate when, like, you know, you maybe don't want to like drink, or maybe you're like, how how do you find like a positive peer group to like be supportive of your decisions? Yeah. Um, that's a huge part of what Elevated is, yeah, right? And just supporting each other's mental health as you're just like normal teenagers, like just living life. Like that's a real thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it goes to show, like going back to the question about running office, you don't need political power to empower people, <gasps> right? And Elevated is really that reason, because you can have this positive peer group that you're talking about, but we also do other stuff outside of that and try to implement new strategies. And I know everyone at Elevated goes back to their own communities and does mm-hmm. capstone projects like Nicholas was talking about, that mental health town hall. I know other members who went and did other things like research and prevention and I know Pooja did so much with um, lockboxes. In the locks boxes yes yes. So everyone has their own perspective and Elevated is really a platform for them to grow on those skills and seeing those other people empowered me to do other things as well with my community.
0: I am just so grateful to you all for a being here, of course, to talk about your experience, but also just for the work that you're doing. And I know I say this a lot and it kind of sounds like a broken record, but I'm around a lot of adults who are like, Oh, kids these days. And like, they don't, they don't know the teens that I know because if they knew the teens that I knew, like you, they would be incredibly hopeful and, um, inspired because I, I, do believe and all of us at PreventEd believe that like teenagers are going to change the world like and you all are in real time as we've seen with the prescription drug monitoring program just to name one example so thank you truly from the bottom of my heart thank you for doing the work that you do. Um, if you like what you heard today, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing to The Preventable. Thanks for joining us at The Preventable, Thank you. brought to you ad-free by prevent Ed. prevent Ed works to reduce or prevent the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. Please visit their website
2: at PreventEd.org. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date with what we are serving on The Preventable.